Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to I'm Listening. This is a Frasier fan podcast hosted by yours truly, Anita Flores. And I always have a special guest with each new episode. And today is no different. Today is a very special day. I never thought I would get this opportunity. And yet here we are today for the first time ever on any podcast. I have Frasier Crane in the studio. Frasier, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Hello, Anita. And hello, Seattle. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, Mike. I mean, my heart just skipped a beat when you just said that. I um, And Fraser, I want to apologize because I feel like I want to start talking like you when I do this podcast. So don't ever think I'm like imitating you. I'm just emulating you. No. Imitation, the sincerest form of flattery, of course. And Fraser, I think, um, I don't know if you're familiar with ASMR videos. Do you know what those are? Yes. ASMR are videos that I'm really into. It stands for um, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And essentially, um, the idea is certain people and certain noises um, create a a pleasurable response in, in some part of your brain, almost like a some people say a mini orgasm. I I don't like to make it sound that perverse, but what I'm saying is... Like the pop of a champagne cork, for example. Exactly. And you're no stranger to champagne. You've led a very classy life. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, radio is a thing, but so are podcasts now, and, and so is ASMR. And I think you could get into the, um, the field of sort of doing your own videos, just yourself doing weird things as people do in ASMR videos. Uh, making sound effects, you're suggesting. Correct. Or even just like, I'd love to hear you read an instruction manual. Well, uh, the last time I tried to use an instruction manual, Niles and I were trying to put together a, a mom from Ikea. How did that go? You can imagine disastrously. <laughs> um, so this is your first podcast. Um, how How is it doing a podcast? You know, I, I know you come from a world of radio. Well, I'm usually on that side of the desk. <laughs> That's right. How does it feel to sort of be out of control and have me be in control? Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. (laughs) Um, So I'm curious. It's been a while. You know, I kind of lost track of you after you left Seattle to pursue your love, Charlotte, uh, in Chicago. Uh, And and last we left you, uh, you know, you were going off and I don't know what happened after that. So what happened? Well, the city of Chicago... There's no better metaphor for it than that large silver bean on the plaza. You stare into the city and see a distorted, warped version of yourself staring back. Things with Charlotte didn't end well. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. She wanted to have a parakeet. Can you imagine? And I know how you feel about pets. I know you didn't get along (laughs) well with the dog, Eddie. A squawking, flapping little critter in the corner? What is this, the Star Wars cantina? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's um, that's not something you want. So really, that was what drew, like, t- tore you apart was this parakeet? Oh, our lovemaking was also unsatisfactory to her. I prefer lovemaking to be completely silent. Oh, interesting. Okay. Still calm, placid, 
relaxing. So uh, is this to say that you're single? Regrettably, yes. All right. Good news for all the ladies out there. Once again, Fraser Crane dines alone. Yes, I know you're no stranger to dining alone uh, in a public, uh, very public place. Um, let me ask you this. So now that you're um, back out there, uh, have you joined any dating apps? I did uh, create a Tinder profile. What did you put in your, like, you know, things that you like to do in your profile? Badminton, um, organizing bookshelves. Um, who, who is the perfect woman for you? Describe her to me. Uh, Helen of Troy, really. The alabaster beauty, sculpted, <laughs> draped in fineries. All right. You know, I think you're setting the bar too high. That's what I think. If you think you're going to... It sounds like you want... Even maybe even a, a woman you you create yourself is oh, what it sounds like. What? <laughs> as if, as if I've ever fantasized about some sort of future where I, Fraser, build the perfect woman. Oh yeah, it sounds like you have. Well, that's it's a laughable prospect. <laughs> Are you familiar with the game Mary Fuck Kill? Mary Fuck Kill. That's right. So it sounds like you're not familiar. No, I know the game. Oh, okay, great. I just didn't think you could say those sorts of words on the radio. We've got Lilith, your ex-wife, <laughs> Diane, your ex-wife, <laughs> and Sigmund Freud. Ah. So I, I know you're a fan. You are, are you still a Freudian? Well, naturally. Ugh. He's the greatest mind of Western psychology. No. Lilith and Diane will always have a place in the catacombs of my heart. Uh-huh. Is that well, what Freud, a warm place in the cockles. Oh, my. In the cockles? The cockles of the heart. The answer to your question, Anita. Yes. Frankly, if given the opportunity, I would marry all three. Well, that's not the rules. Yes. Oh, boy. Um... So, all right. So we're, we're in a new age. I mean, in terms of social media and technology, how do you feel about like Instagram, Twitter? Do you like tweeting? <laughs> Twitter reminds me of Charlotte's damned parakeet. But not all of the Internet is garbage. I've recently launched a YouTube channel. Really? Yes. I, Fraser, speak directly to the camera, positing advice. Or talking about recent books I've read. So how many followers do you have right now on YouTube? Subscribers? Uh, two. So what what other kind of content are you making uh, on this channel? I recently completed the Cinnamon Challenge. Wow. Was, as you can imagine, a disaster. Well, I think you got it wrong because I think that's the Nutmeg Challenge. What? So you did the wrong spice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it, it tasted terrible and gave me a chemical burn on the roof of my mouth either way. So um, you look really great. It's been a while. I will say I, I have noticed as I look at you right now, you've got a lot more hair on the top of your head than I remember you ever having, Fraser. What's <laughs> what's up with that? Uh, well, uh, uh, thank you for noticing. I Believe it or not, um, despite the uneven edges, it's not an adhesive hairpiece at all. No? But rather, a, nope, nope. How did you, um, how did that happen? Uh, 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 frequent scalp massages, um, various Moroccan oils. Hmm. I don't know. I, it's weird because I do feel like I see part of your supposed real hair sort of kind of uh, falling, falling off a bit. Well, that's absolutely. Uh, 
ridiculous. You know, uh, if 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 your uh, hair were to fall down in front, let's say you you had bangs, Anita, uh, if you wiggled your eyebrows, your bangs would stay precisely in place, looking like your hair was slipping. All right, I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna buy that uh, logic you just gave me. Good. Um, so I'm curious, um, I want to get back to social media for a second, cause here's a burning question mm. that I want to know. I want to know what Are kind of, I want to know, I want, you don't always have to say that, you know, like it is my show. But I am listening. I don't know. I feel like. How you- better, how better to communicate that I'm here, I'm engaged and I'm happy to give you an answer. Maybe not the answer you want, but the answer need when um you left seattle uh cell phones smartphones were not a big thing and now you know you've got people communicating like especially younger people communicating very much through emojis so you know what are your favorite emojis i i prefer uh livestock emojis um they call to mind the uh uh the, the various pubs and and inns of the england of old <laughs> You know, you're, you're not English, Traverse right? the countryside, you'd come across an inn. There'd be a sign not saying Steve's Diner or something like that. There'd simply be a picture of a lamb. Okay. All right. So you like to keep it old school, uh, rustic uh, animal emoji. Well, certainly not antiquated. They're the classics for a reason. What about, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if you liked that emoji with the little monocle. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> Yes, it reminds me of my nights at the opera. So you did mention um, old England before. Now, one thing that always plagued me about you, Fraser, is the fact plagued that you <laughs> plagued me. Is well, I am known to be a little contagious. <laughs> Are you? Do you have something that I don't want to catch? No, I mean my charm. My charm. You're when I'm near you. You want to be around me more. Exactly. That's all I meant. So you grew up a pretty simple life. You had um, an American father and uh, mother. And simple in the framing, complex and rich and robust in the mind. And um, I've heard, of course, we've both heard your father talk. He's a he's a man. You know, he's he's your all American man. Likes to drink a nice beer. Loves sports. Um, why do you talk like you could be British? You you almost talk as if you um, were taken from a, an older time. You know, a, like a film from the forties or fifties, and um, and speak like. Anita, an, I will not apologize for proper enunciation. Did you and just just be truthful with me? Did Elocution, you the word? Yeah. Are you just saying fancy words to me right now to avoid answering? I defy that I am just. Did you wake, saying fancy words? Did you wake up one morning and just decide this is the way you were going to talk? Are you truly like how? What was your? How did you talk when you were? I don't know how you would know what you said when you were first born. I I'm feeling terribly threatened. <laughs> Okay, so you just There's a rule like of radio that I don't know if it applies to podcasts. Let's hear it. Less confrontation. Oh, but I love to get to the root of the issues. You know what I mean? Yes, I bet you do. So let me ask you, are you still on the air? Like, are you still, are you just doing YouTube videos now? Like, what's, what's happening? Well, of course, there is my YouTube channel. Regrettably, broadcast talk radio is not what it used to be. Yeah. Most things have pivoted to a Jack FM format, classic rock. 
You're in New York right now where we film this podcast. What brings you to New York? And, um, you know, New York is a great place for um, the elite, the wealthy, you know. So tell me about all the, you know, fancy, expensive places you've been to in New York. Have you been to the Rainbow Room? <laughs> Gramercy Tavern? Uh, you know, I've, I've been <laughs> gallivanting about town. <laughs> I dined at the finest Italian restaurant next to the spiciest items. Okay, and, and what was this restaurant called? Uh, um, uh, two Brothers Pizza. Two Brothers? Two, I, I abbreviated, of course, bros, but, but, bros. Two bros. Uh, pizza. And a cheese slice was only one dollar. Okay, wow, so it kind of sounds like you're pinching your pennies a bit. Ah. Uh, right before coming here, I was... Really, just sitting. I was. I. 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 I, I visited the the local uh, Barnes and uh, Noble bookstore. Yes, and Anita. Yes. When I leave this studio, uh-huh. I will be returning to the Barnes and Noble <laughs> bookstore. Wow. Um. All right. This is a little unexpected. I thought you would be going. If you have a travel mug with you mm-hmm. in the Starbucks cafe at any Barnes and Noble, you can fill it up with as much free milk as you like. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like you've um, gotten a bit frugal since leaving Seattle, huh? Well, it, um, it, you know, one can certainly partake of the uh, finer things on a budget. Well, I hope you at least took a nice flight. You know, first class seems like you'd be that kind of traveler. Uh, believe it or not, I um, for this uh, this jaunt, I found myself entranced by sitting and riding amongst the, the working class, you know. Huh. Like Studs Terkel cataloging the history of the American working man. Wow. I rode leprechaun bus lines. Okay, I didn't expect that. Um, Plus, we stopped at an all-you-can-eat buffet with poor security so I could steal egg rolls. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. I mean, wow, I, I didn't expect you to be, you know, taking a bus, a very long bus ride to New York. I, are you doing this, like... And are you doing this to save money, or are you, like, doing research for a project? Uh, uh, well, uh, it, 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 it's uh, funny you mention that, because I'm pleased to announce, Anita, on your show, that I've begun a new research project all about the American blue-collar man. Oh. Men not too dissimilar from my father. Men who ride the bus <laughs> and snatch a newspaper and say, Hey, Joe, give me a brew at their... Local watering hole at the end of the day. Oh, all right. So, so you're saying roots of men. So you're saying you've had to do some research on even like you've you've got to get into character probably when you hang out with these everyday Joes, correct? Oh, absolutely. All right. So you say things like "Give me a brew." What other kinds of things you say when you're in character talking to the everyday Joes? Hey, Biff. Where is that pig skin? Now, I know you you went to an all an all day buffet. You took some egg rolls. Where else are you eating as an everyday Joe? What are you what snacks? What are you eating? Well, I've 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 gone to Subway, had an Italian BMT on honey wheat bread. Uh-huh. It was delightful. Do you like the smell at Subway? Anita. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of a semester abroad I spent in Paris. Uh, living above a, a bakery. Uh-huh. Bonjour. I'd yell to the, the baker's wife, and she'd stare back lustily. No such lusty eyes at Subway, it turns out. But this, this, the, the aroma brings me right back. What kind oh, of snacks oh, are you into? Uh, yeah. Everyday man snacks. I encountered my first pizza hut. Oh, how was that? And I thought I liked the smell of Subway. <laughs> 
But then the oddest thing. I get in line. I order my pizzone, which is, of course, half pizza, half calzone. What do you think of that as a concept? Breathtaking. So I'm halfway through my pizzone, dunking it in the complimentary garlic dipping sauce. Yum. And I found that I was not exclusively in Italy at all, but rather both in Italy and Spain all at once. For in the very same counter at which I ordered my pizzone was a Taco Bell. There were two restaurants in the same place, much like the two meals in the pizzone I was eating. Wow. Duality of man knows no bounds. Wow, so you were in a Pizza Hut slash Taco Bell? Yes, Anita. Truly the best of both worlds, as I could enjoy a Pizza Hut pizzone while also drinking a Mountain Dew Baja Blast, which is, of course, available exclusively at Taco Bell. <laughs> Ooh, you could do ads for them. You could do VO work. Really? Absolutely. You've all right, a- all right. Let's give it a go. Um, you call this a chalupa? How was that? <laughs> that was very good. I would take it down one notch. All right. Do it a little less crazy. You call this a chalupa? Yes, I love that. Oh, maybe you could try, uh, can you say Subway Eat Fresh? Mm-hmm. Subway Eat Fresh. That was great. What about, um? Uh, what would your slogan be for uh, Dunkin' Donuts? Well, they say that America runs on Dunkin', which is not entirely correct. America runs on cutthroat capitalism and the blood of the working class. Ha-ha! Have a coffee. All right. I, again, a, a little too much, but I think there's potential there. Um, yeah. So, all right. So it sounds like you got a, a, a taste of uh, uh, not Spain, but Mexico and a taste of Italy. Which is to say nothing, of course, would be snacks I keep on my person in my Jansport. Oh, you carry a backpack. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I am a... I'm trying to fit in, you know, amongst the, you know, the real, the real New York Freddies. You're an everyday Joe. An everyday Joe. That's, that's the term that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. What's your snack? What's in, what's in the Jansport? There's nothing finer than the crispity crunch of a Funyun. It's all the oniony flavor mm-hmm. that we all want every day. Anita, tell me this. You ever wake up and find yourself mm, in the mood for onions? Uh, no, no, never. It's never happened. But you, it sounds like, yes. Yes. They should make funlets. What are those? That's the Funyun version of shallots. I love Funyuns. And one of the greatest discoveries of my great American Joe journey, on which I currently find myself, you can eat very refined at any convenience store. Really? I suppose that's why they're named thusly. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and nothing pairs better with a crinkly neon bag of onions than a Slim Jim. And not just any Slim Jim, not original or peppered steak or Tabasco, but rather the two-pack, which comes with a kippered beef stick and a stick of cheese product as well. Cheese product. Mm. You can snap into either singularly or bite both together for a taste sensation unlike any I've had before. And you know what goes great with a Slim Jim? What's that? Why, the pizzone of the chip aisle. The combo. Just as Funyuns themselves are both fun and an onion all at once. The combo is a combination of pretzel and or cracker and a soft cheese filling. I never, um, I never thought of you as a combos man. 
Nor did I ever think I'd be a combos man. <laughs> but here I am, Dr. Fraser Crane, living out of the Jansport backpack in New York City, doing jigs on the subway for quarters and eating subway at Funyuns. I'm fascinated by combining one thing with another and another, building a, an American quilt, if you will. I also purchased a soft drink. I, uh, I actually devised quite the devilish little experiment. I filled my cup halfway with ice. Now, mind you, I only told them I was using the cup for water. But then Frasier. I put a little bit of Pepsi in it. Then a little bit of Diet Pepsi. Then a little bit of slice orange soda. Then a little bit of mug root beer. Then a little bit of Mountain Dew. And my God, Anita, I can't believe that no other person in the history of soft drinks has ever devised such a scheme. But it was I, Frasier Crane, who once again pioneered a bold new field of flavor. Well, you know, I hate to break it to you, but you are not the first person to do that. I myself have done that. Well, have you been published? I have not, no. No. Well, then, what proof have you got? <laughs> I've written 300 pages <laughs> on my experience at the combination Taco Bell Pizza Hut soda machine. And I have submitted it for academic review. Wow, so you did a whole chapter just on Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Yes, one 300-page chapter. Wow, you are leading quite a life. Anita, I've become a little unhinged lately. What, what sent you over the edge? I suppose third time's the charm when it comes to broken hearts. Hmm. Oh, Charlotte. Yeah. I think that's who you're talking about. Charlotte. Fabulous diet notwithstanding, I, I haven't been treating my body very well lately. Oh, no. Too many late nights of late indulging a little, a little more than I ought to. <laughs> Too much sherry, you mean? Um, well, that's the the thing. The um, uh, only liquor store I found that sells uh, my brand of sherry, uh, oddly enough, uh, refuses to accept quarters. So, <laughs> oh no! I um, that convenience store has only lived up to its name again by also serving as my liquor store. What does that mean? Although they've, 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 they've a fabulous uh, cellar at the back, next to the ice cream bars. I've recently uh, become enamored of a, um, uh, a, a robust blend. It's a, a private reserve, a, a steel reserve, uh-huh. uh, high-gravity malt liquor. I mean, I don't know what you're getting at here. What? what tell me, please, what well, is this liquor? I, I, um, I'm saying you can recreate almost the exact feeling that fine Frangelico liqueur gives you by... By simply uh, buying one to three cans of Steel Reserve and purchasing a few uh, single uh, uh, Dayquil uh, two-packs, which they sell behind the register. You take three Dayquils and have two to three cans of Steel Reserve, and then everything gets real floppy. I'm I'm a little worried about you to be completely honest. You're 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 taking cough cough medicine. You should see me do my jig then. <laughs> That's how you're doing your jig. You you take a bunch of cough medicine. <laughs> it makes the the legs limber. It's spry. All right, I, 
I, got, I look like a little marionette doll. I mean, I think you're taking the everyday Joe thing too far. But who's the puppeteer? <laughs> Did you take some before you came here? I'm, I'm getting a vibe from you. You're very floppy right now. Maybe I... Definitely did. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> I thought you were going to finish that sentence. No. <laughs> well, Anita, I guess you could say I also uh, haven't slept in about three days. <laughs> oh, a Frasier, you need to get a good night's sleep. Mm, I love the nightlife. Taking too much cough syrup, Frasier, it sounds like. Uh, but you can't smell it on my breath, can you? I can't, no. Well, that's because of this bottle right here. Cool mint. Is that mouthwash? Listerine. <laughs> You're not drinking that, are you? Are you not supposed to? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not. That's... It's not dissimilar to a, a, um, a traditional peppermint schnapps like one would have uh, on Christmas morning. So it sounds like you're having a really great time in New York. Are there any downsides to this wonderful city? I can only think of one. Yes, what is it? Those wretched little four-legged creatures scurrying and scuttling this way and that. Their beady little eyes staring through you. Floppy little tails. Do you speak of dogs? Is that who you're, are you talking about, dogs? Yes, dogs. Why do you dislike them so much? Have you ever felt a dog stare through you? The summer season has hit the city, and I recently purchased some flip-flop shoes. They're just called flip-flops. Flip-flop shoes. Uh-huh. A, a, a thonged sandal. Sure. I purchased it at Old Navy. Oh, yeah, they do a good deal on flip-flops. And I'm walking down 23rd Street, and I feel something mush around my big toe. Uh, what is it, perhaps? Uh, have we trod upon a, a mossy field? Uh-huh. No. Rather animal waste excrement from one of those twitchy little Ewoks. Blech. I'm sorry that that happened to you. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe your first wrong move was wearing flip-flops uh, on the, you know, just anywhere in New York. <laughs> well, it turns out that uh, weeks and weeks of walking the city in my square-toed leather loafers were giving me a terrible bunion. Mm, I, I can understand The opposite that. of a funion. <laughs> wow, I didn't think you were uh, an Old Navy kind of guy. Well, it's a two-floored store. They have, I suppose, classic American shirts. Yeah, average shirt. Flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, in every shape and size. Plus, if you sneak a t-shirt under the sleeve of your jacket as you head to the dressing room, say, I've got, I've got, I've got five shirts to try on. That's all, just five shirts. When in fact, you've a sixth shirt that you'll be trying on and wearing out of the store. <gasps> I, wow. St stealing clothes? I've never felt so alive. What did you do about the security tag? I bit a little hole around the cloth with my teeth. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone doing that. I went, beep, 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 beep. And I bit a little hole in the fabric. You can barely tell there's a hole there. Look, look at this. You can barely tell there's a hole. Yes, in my stroll through this great American mall of ours, I've encountered quite a few uh, means of uh, living, even dining thriftily. Uh-huh. For example, on a recent excursion to Target, I found that the grocery section is much less frequently patrolled by security guards than, let's say, electronics or home goods or the sort of thing one would expect to be stolen. Sure. Which means you can sit right in the aisle 
at Target and open any bag of chips, cereal, peanut butter, and eat it right there. Awesome. No alarm will go off when leaving the store as, as it's not like you've consumed the wrapper, the security tag. You'll be setting off no alarms. You've merely taken the contents of the package, eaten them in the store, and absconded with them in your tummy. Wow, you've really, I feel like this ex, this research project has, has turned you into a person I really don't recognize. I'm living on the edge. Um, are you getting like some kind of thrill out of all of this? Oh, most definitely. For too long. Fraser has kept up appearances. Mustn't scandalize the alumni magazine that I'm a new man. I'm a bad boy. And I'm still listening. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, so you're, yeah, you're really becoming a stealing expert, Fraser. <laughs> uh, I don't like that mischievous laugh. A bandolero. It's a new a, word. A brigand of the, the Irish road. I'd call you Robin Hood if you weren't just stealing for yourself. <laughs> well, don't be mistaken. For I, too, am quite poor. I, I, I had no idea. Have you ever stolen a car, Anita? No, never. Have you? Not yet. Uh-oh. You've gotten Now, a- I don't have my driver's license and never got it. Oh. But mm. I saw a movie on television recently mm-hmm. where a man stole an entire automobile. If you can believe it. Not just parts of it, but the whole thing. The entire thing. Wow. Drove away. Now, listeners, this might blow your mind because uh, when well, the Frasier you're familiar with was driving all over Seattle. But guess what? He had a fake license the whole time because right here on this show, exclusively for you, Frasier has just revealed he never got his driver's license. I failed the test three times. Oh, my. Wow. I can't believe you it's just. It's a simple issue of anxiety. That's all. <laughs> Okay. I'm driving perfectly. It's all them who are wrong. So what kind of a car are you going to steal? Something luxury. Alexis. Are Audis nice? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not a car person. If they are, then I shall steal an Audi. If they're not, then I'll leave the Audi to other thieves. <sighs> okay. Well, I don't. Don't tell me about anything else you steal because I don't want to be an accessory here. So you know, it sounds like you know you're living this average Joe life. You're living out of a suitcase. But I wanted to ask you: Have you had a chance to catch up on Netflix? Netflix is a huge thing now, you know. And I've there's so much content and things I like to watch. What are you watching on Netflix? Well, the the best thing about um, you know, riding the rails as I do, uh, you know, like a. Like a regular, uh, like a boxcar Joe from American folklore, mm-hmm. is um, you can just stand very close to anyone or, or, or sort of lurk and hover over their shoulders like a vulture and uh, look at their um, screen of their personal devices and, uh, and, and really catch up on any number of, uh, of programs, of shows. Uh, you can't hear the words, of course, but, um, you know, I, uh, I do... Uh, I do like silence. And you can see all the shows right there on another person's screen. Recently, I've noticed quite a few people watching a, 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 um, it's a, a, a younger person's uh, melodrama. Uh, 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 13 
reasons why. Wow. I'm surprised, as it is a bit problematic. Well, but it deals with uh, mental health issues. Uh, that's true. I am, uh, of course, a, a prurient interest there on my part. Um, sure, sure, sure. So that's... But I won't be killing myself anytime soon. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it's, a, 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 of course, a, a tragic tale of a, um, a young uh, woman... Uh, uh, succumbing to the uh, disease of depression. Uh, but I... I have my own 13 reasons. What? Why Fraser Crane will not be killing himself. Oh, thank goodness. You scared me there for a second. Reason the first. Port wine. Reason the second. Sherry. Reason the third. The operettas of Giancarlo Puccini. Reason the fourth. Girls. Reason five. The satisfaction that I have when I lay my head down every night, knowing that I have done good in this world. Reason six. Onions. Reason seven. Okay, you know, you don't have to do 13. That's that's fine. That's plenty. All you need is one. <laughs> but it sounds like you have a lot to live for between girls and Funyuns. <laughs> you know, Anita, I agree. And do you have, what about Charlotte? Is she a reason? <laughs> uh, one can't live for their memories. I've done far too much of that in my life. One reason not making the list. Charlotte's parakeet. Okay. All right. Squawking little critter. Okay. On that note, um, I'm, it sounds like, Frazier, you know, are you doing well? You know, you, you have reasons to live, it sounds like. You're deep into this, uh, into this research project. You've got a YouTube channel. So it sounds like you've got a lot going for oh, yes. you. Yes. And, and, and do please, I, 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 uh, listeners, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash watch equal sign. Percentage mark zero 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 one five WL lowercase g equals sign seven seven PQ zero zero slash that's where you can find me. Well, hopefully you had a pen for that, because um, I won't remember it. Um, is there anything else that you would uh, that you'd like to plug other than your YouTube channel? Oh, um, well, I suppose uh, I suppose not all the Twitter accounts are bad. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps that was a bit a bit rash. Um, uh, there's a, a fantastic uh, comedian named um, Daniel uh, Chamberlain. Oh. Uh, you can uh, uh, follow him on Twitter at, at AMFMPM. Uh, uh, he, he, I've seen him do shows around. Oh, okay. So you're a fan. Perfectly adequate. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good endorsement for Dan. Uh, so thank you. Um, thank you so much uh, for being here, Fraser. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Anita. As always, I'm listening. And uh, do you have uh, any quarters I could have? 
I'll do my little dance for you. Ha-cha! It's it's very. That's enough. It's. uh, I'll give you change. Just step cross, step heels. Please stop dancing. Step heels, step cross. I I beg of you. Okay. Look. All right. So Fraser's getting some water, but on that note, this has been an I. (laughs) Can you move away from the mic? I can hear your heavy breathing, Fraser. Thank you so much. Ah, You're terribly welcome. Um, uh, yeah, and so thank you so much for listening, and I hope that was as eye-opening for everyone else as it was for me. Good night, Seattle. <laughs>